Ode to the Setting Sun by Francis Thompson Read for LibriVox.org by Philip Gould Prelude The wailful sweetness of the violin floats down the hushed waters of the wind. The heart-strings of the throbbing harp begin to long in aching music. Spirit pined in wafts that poignant sweetness drifts until the wounded soul ooze sadness. The red sun, a bubble of fire, drops slowly toward the hill while one bird prattles that the day is done. O setting sun, that as in reverent days sinkest in music to thy smoothed sleep, discrowned of homage, though yet crowned with rays, him not at harvest more, though reapers reap. For thee this music wakes not. O deceived, if thou hear in these thoughtless harmonies a pious phantom of adorings reaved, and echo of fair ancient flatteries. Yet in this field where the cross-planted reigns, I know not what strange passion bows my head to thee, whose great command upon my veins proves thee a god for me not dead, not dead. For worship it is too incredulous, for doubt, O oh, too believing passionate, what wild divinity makes my heart thus a fount of most baptismal tears? Thy straight long beam lies steady on the cross. Ah, me! What secret would thy radiant finger show? Of thy bright mastership, is this the key? Is this thy secret, then? And is it woe? Fling from thine ear the burning curls, and hark, a song thou hast not heard in northern day for Rome too daring, and for Greece too dark, sweet with wild wings that pass, that pass away. Ode Alpha and Omega, sadness and mirth, the springing music in its wasted breath. The fairest things in life are death and birth, and of these two the fairer thing is death. Mystical twins of time inseparable, the younger hath the holier array, and hath the awfuler sway. It is the falling star that trails the light, it is the breaking wave that hath the might, the passing shower that rainbows maniple. Is it not so, O thou down-stricken day, that drawest thy splendors round thee in thy fall? High was thine eastern pomp inaugural. But thou dost set in statelier pageantry, lauded with tumults of a firmament, thy visible music-blasts make deaf the sky, thy cymbals clang to fire the occident, thou dost thy dying so triumphantly, I see the crimson blurring of thy shrams. Why do these lucent palms strow thy feet's failing thicklier than their might? Who dost but hood thy glorious eyes with night, and vex the heels of all the yesterdays? Lo, this loud lackeying praise will stay behind to greet the usurping moon when they have cloud-barred over thee the west. O oh, shake the bright dust from thy parting shoon. The earth not peons thee, nor serves thy hest, be godded not by heaven. Avert thy face, and leave to blank disgrace the oblivious world. Unsceptre thee of state and place. Yet ere Olympus thou wast, and a god, Though we deny thy nod, we cannot spoil thee of thy divinity. What know we elder than thee? When thou didst, bursting from the great void's husk, Leap like a lion on the throat of the dusk, 
when the angels rose chapleted sang to each other the vaulted blaze overhead of their vast pinion spread hailing thee brother how chaos rolled back from the wonder and the first morn knelt down to thy visage of thunder thou didst draw to thy side thy young auroral bride and lift her veil of night and mystery Tellus with baby hands shook off her swaddling bands, and from the unswathed vapors laughed to thee. Thou twiform deity, nurse at once, and sire, thou genitor that all things nourishest. The earth was suckled at thy shining breast, and in her veins is quick thy milky fire. Who scarfed her with the morning, and who set upon her brow the dayfall's carcanet? Who queened her front with the enrondered moon? who dug night's jewels from their vaulty mind to dower her past an eastern wizard's dreams when hovering on him through his hashy swoon all the rain gems of the old tartarian line shiver in lustrous throbbings of tinged flame whereof a moiety in the paoli seems steadily builded their venetian name thou hast enwoofed her an empress of the air and all her births are propertied by thee her teeming centuries drew being from thine eyes, thou fatst the marrow of all quality. Who lit the furnace of the mammoth's heart? Who shagged him like Pilatus' ribbed flanks? Who raised the column ranks of that old pre-diluvian forestry, which like a continent torn oppressed the sea, when the ancient heavens did in rains depart, while the high-danced whirls of the tossed scud made hiss thy drenched curls? Thou rearest the enormous brood, who hast with life imbued the lion maned in tawny majesty, the tiger velvet-barred, the stealthy stepping pard, and the lithe panther's flexuous symmetry. How came the entombed tree a light-bearer, though sunk in lightless lair? Friend of the forges of earth, made of the earthquake and thunders volcanic, clasped in the arms of the forces titanic which rock like a cradle the girth of the ether-hung world swart son of the swarthy mine when flame on the breath of his nostrils feeds how is his countenance half divine like thee in thy sanguine weeds thou gavest him his light though sepulchred in night beneath the dead bones of a perished world over his prostrate form though cold and heat and storm the mountainous rack of a creation hurled who made the splendid rose saturate with purple glows cup to the marge with beauty a perfume press whence the wind vintages gushes of warmed fragrance richer far than all the flavorous ooze of cypress vats low in yon gale which waves her green cymar with dusky cheeks burnt red she sways her heavy head drunk with the must of her own odorousness while in emoted trouble the vexed gnats maze and vibrate and tease the noontide hush who girt dissolved lightnings in the grape summered the opal with an irised flush is it not thou that dost the tulip drape and hewest the daffodilly yet who has snowed the lily and her frail sister whom the waters name dost vestal vesture mid the blaze of june cold as the new-sprung girlhood of the moon ere autumn's kiss sultry her cheek with flame thou swayest thy sceptred beam o'er all delight and dream Beauty is beautiful but in thy glance, and, like a jocund maid in garland flowers arrayed, before thy ark earth keeps her sacred dance. And now, 
O shaken from thine antique throne, and sunken from thy co-rule empery, now that the red glare of thy fall is blown in smoke and flame about the windy sky, where are the wailing voices that should meet from hill, stream, grove, and all of mortal shape, who tread thy gifts and vineyards astray feet, pulp the globed weight of juiced Iberia's grape? Where is the threne of the sea, and why not dirges thee the wind, that sings to himself as he makes stride lonely and terrible on the Andean height? Where is the naiad mid her sordid sedge, the nymph wan glimmering by her wan founts verge? The dryad at timid gaze by the woodside, the oread jutting light on one upstrained soul from the rock ledge. The nereid tiptoe on the scud or the surge, with whistling tresses dank athwart her face, and all her figure poised in lithe Circean grace. Why withers their lament, their tresses tear besprent? Have they sighed hence with trailing garment him? O oh, sweet, O oh, sad, O oh, fair, I catch your flying hair, Draw your eyes down to me and dream on them. A space and they flee from me. Must ye fade, O oh, old essential candors, Ye who made the earth a living and a radiant thing, And leave her corpse in our strained cheated arms? Lo, ever thus, when song with corded charms draws from dull death his lost Eurydice, lo, ever thus, even at consummating, even in the swooning minute that claims her his, even as he trembles to the impassioned kiss of reincarnate beauty, his control clasps the cold body and forgoes the soul. What so looks lovelily is but the rainbow on life's weeping rain. Why have we longings of immortal pain, and all we long for mortal? Woe is me, and all our chance but chapped of some decay, as mine this vanishing, nay, vanished, day. The low skyline dusks to a leaden hue, no rift disturbs the heavy shade and chill, save one where the charred firmament lets through the scorching dazzle of heaven gainst which the hill, outflattened somberly, stands black as life against eternity against eternity a rifting light in me burns through the leaden broodings of the mind o blessed sun thy state uprisen or derogate dafts me no more with doubt i seek and find if with exultant tread thou foot the eastern sea or like a golden bee sting the west to angry red thou dost image thou dost follow that king-maker of creation who ere hellas hailed apollo gave thee angel god thy station thou art of him a type memorial like him thou hangst in dreadful pomp of blood upon thy western rood and his stained brow did veil like thine to-night yet lift once more its light and risen again departed from our ball but when it set on earth arose in heaven thus hath he unto death his beauty given and so of all which form inheriteth the fall doth pass the rise in worth for birth hath in itself the germ of death but death hath in itself the germ of birth it is the falling acorn buds the tree the falling rain that bears the greenery the fern plants moulder when the ferns arise for there is nothing lives but something dies and there is nothing dies but something lives till skies be fugitives till time the hidden root of change up dries our birth and death inseparable on earth 
for they are twain yet one, and death is birth. After strain. Now with one ray that other sun of song sets in the bleakening waters of my soul. One step and lo, the cross stands gaunt and long twixt me and yet bright skies a presage dole. Even so, O cross, thine is the victory. Thy roots are fast within our fairest fields. Brightness may emanate in heaven from thee. Here thy dread symbol only shadow yields. Of reaped joys thou art the heavy sheaf, which must be lifted, though the reaper groan. Yea, we may cry till heaven's great ear be deaf, but we must bear thee and must bear alone. Vain were a Simon of the Antipodes, our night not borrows the superfluous day. Yet woe to him that from his burden flees, crushed in the fall of what he cast away. Therefore, O tender lady, Queen Mary, thou gentleness that dust in moss and drape the cross's rigorous austerity, wipe thou the blood from wounds that needs must gape. Lo, though suns rise and set, but crosses stay, I leave thee ever, saith she, light of cheer. Tis so. Yon sky still thinks upon the day and showers aerial blossoms on his beer. Yon cloud with wrinkled fire is edged sharp and once more welling through the air, ah me! How the sweet vial plains him to the harp, whose panged sobbings throng tumultuously! Oh, this Medusa pleasure with her stings, this essence of all suffering which is joy! I am not thankless for the spell it brings, though tears must be told down for the charmed toy. No! While soul, sky, and music bleed together, let me give thanks even for those griefs in me the restless windward stirrings of whose feather prove them the brood of immortality. My soul is quitted of death-neighboring swoon, who shall not slake her immitigable scars until she hear my sister from the moon, and take the kindred kisses of the stars. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.